Hey guys, it's your host, Rob Keens with goldsilverpros.com. In today's video, I'm going to talk about the most cost-effective way to get into silver. And what I mean by that is how can you reduce your premiums? Your premium is the price that you pay over the spot price. And you know from watching the channel that the spot price is determined in the futures and derivative markets. And that is the price that everybody quotes for an ounce of silver. However, what you may not know is that there's a premium attached to that. That is the markup on the silver. And it basically encapsulates all of the costs of moving that metal, minting the metal, and selling that metal by the time it gets to you in retail format. There are various different types of premiums depending on the type of silver that you get into. A lot of it has to do with supply and demand. A lot of it has to do with reputation and the amount of silver that you're purchasing. So we're going to cover all of those factors for you today. We're going to talk about three main types of silver, the most common types of silver to get into. And I'm going to talk about the pros and cons of each. And then I'm going to give you my recommendation. If you're interested in getting into silver, you've already decided that, and you want something that's lower premium ways in which you can do that and reduce your total cost of getting into this investment. Welcome to gold, silver pros. The first thing that I want to talk about is something we call junk or constitutional silver. Junk silver, as it's called, is American coins printed before 1964. Prior to 1964, we had 90% silver in most of our coins. And 1965 to 69 in American Kennedy's coins, we had 40% silver. The reason we had silver in our money is because we were on a bimetallic standard. We had gold as money at one point in time, and we also had silver as money. And it wasn't until 1971 when Nixon took us off the gold standard that you could no longer redeem fiat paper dollars for gold, and they became pure fiat or just paper dollars with no promise to pay in gold. But prior to that, we did have silver in our money. And I wanted to show you a couple of different types of junk silver. This is an American dime. And you can see that it is a little bit worn on the front. And that's because it was made pre-1964. And the way to tell that this doesn't have base metals in it, it's 90% silver. So look at the spine of it and also look at the year of the coin. That will tell you whether or not it has silver. We also had quarters that were 90% silver. They look just like the quarters we have today except for the fact that you can see there's no copper there and you can tell by the year and the fact that it's worn down a lot because it's been circulated quite a bit, as you can imagine. Here is a half dollar that has 90% silver as well. That's a beautiful walking Liberty design, similar to what is on the American Silver Eagle. And then on the back, you have the Eagle and you can tell that this is 90% silver because again, you're not seeing copper there in the spine or in the side of the coin. And then you have American dollars, which I don't have one today, but those also had 90% silver in them. Now, junk silver is valued at its silver content. Technically, it also has other content like copper in it as well. However, when you're buying it from a coin store, generally you just pay for the silver content. You kind of get the copper for free. And when you go into a coin store or order it online, the way that they're going to price that is something called time space value. So they'll take, say, a half dollar's worth 50 cents, and they'll tell you how many times face value that actually costs because the silver is worth more then uh, the half dollar would be today in today's money. So you're going to get a multiplier for that. Right now, given silver prices, most coin shops will give you between 19 and say 21 times face is what you're going to pay. So if it's 20 times face, you're going to pay about 10 bucks for this coin. It's worth 50 cents uh, in today's money. But the silver content itself is worth about 20 bucks given spot prices. Now there is a premium built into that and that premium will move up and down. So at times you may only pay 16 or 17 times face value. At times you may pay 24 to 25. The more that silver spot goes up, 
the more times face value you're going to have to pay. So for a quarter, if it's 20 times face value, that's a $5 quarter in fiat terms today. You know, if it's less than that 15 times silver, it's quite a bit less than that. That's how that works. Now, what you want to be able to do is go find an online calculator that basically lets you calculate backwards. If somebody tells you it's 20 times face, you calculate backwards and you see the percentage premium that you have. I'll let you guys go research that. There are a ton of them out there. I recommend going to coinflation.com. That's one of the most recognized ones in the industry, but that's easy to find on Google. The great thing about junk silver is it's very well recognized. It was done by the, the U.S. Mint and the Treasury. They produced those coins for us. They're very common. They're well known. The only problem with junk silver or two, two issues with junk silver right now. The first issue is a lot of people may say that and say that's only worth 50 cents. They may not know if they had never used this money prior to 1964, say they were born in the last 20 or 30 years or even 40 years. They might not even know that that's valued at its silver content. So you may have to educate people a little bit if you're wanting to trade that coin for something of value, like you're wanting to barter it or they've got something you want. You've got a little bit of that and you're trying to explain the value of silver to them and the value of silver in those coins. The second issue with junk silver coins is that right now the premiums are very high. Where I'm seeing premiums at local coin dealers that, that I know in my area and also online is that time space value or the percentage premium is from 25% to 35%. In some rare cases, 40% over the cost of the silver content itself, meaning you could pay an extra quarter over the top of the silver value for this or even more to get that coin. Now, it's not terribly horrible given the fact that there is a shortage of constitutional silver. Why is there a shortage? Well, let's go back to the 2008-2009 timeframe. We had a recession. The value of silver goes up. People start selling their junk or constitutional silver as the value goes up. They're like, hey, I bought it for 12 times face years ago. Now I can sell it for 20 or 30 times face. I'm going to do that and take my profit. So after the Great Recession in 2008-2009 and after silver touched on $50 very briefly in 2011, people began selling their constitutional silver. So for the last eight, nine, 10 years, we've had a lot of constitutional silver make its way back into the market as people exchange that for fiat. Why? They needed to pay their bills or they just wanted to take profits on the investment that they may have been holding for quite some time. Some people had been saving these coins for 20 or 30 years or even more. And some people were just savvy and invested in it and sold, you know, bought low and sold high. But now the problem is that most people have bought it. Why? Junk silver was often priced over the last 10 years at about spot every once in a while discount to spot, a little bit less than spot, even less than the silver price just to get it off the shelves. There, I mean, retailers were teeming with this stuff. A lot of this stuff is still around. And, you know, silver investors make up a minority of investors in the U.S. public. And so you could get it really cheap. But people have been buying it for the last three to four years. Think about the pandemic when silver went back up. People went back into silver. But because silver didn't stay elevated for long, they didn't let it go. They kept it and they've been holding on to it. So then not a lot of new constitutional or junk silver has hit the market. Therefore, the premiums on this are pretty high. And that's why if you're looking for the lowest premium silver, that's not always the best deal. Now, the second category of silver I want to talk about are the uh, minted silver coins. And by that, I mean like the American Silver Eagle, which is by far the most popular and has one of the highest premiums. Beautiful coin, as you can see there. This is produced by the U.S. Mint. The blanks are produced by Sunshine Mint and potentially some other suppliers because they're having some uh, supply issues. And then the second most popular is the Canadian Maple Leaf done by the Royal Canadian Mint. There's Elizabeth II on the front. And then you have the famous Maple Leaf 
wherein the coin gets its name on the back. These are absolutely beautiful coins of high relief and of highest quality. And they happen to be my favorite design. I love the American maple design a little bit more than the silver eagle, even though in America, the silver eagle is much more sought after overall. So what happens is the premiums on American silver eagles have gone high. Now, one of the reasons the premiums are high is one, this is the first thing a lot of investors will get into when they buy silver. Why? It's the most recognized American silver you can get. It's recognized even more than this. Well, why would it be recognized even more than this if these coins have been around longer and they were actually money that we spent in society? It's because the vast majority of people alive today have never used this. And so they think, oh, that's just worth 50 cents, Rob. And Rob, that's only worth 25 cents. They don't know about the silver content. And this has been, uh, since 1986, this has been the primary way a lot of silver investors have gotten into it. Further, if you're investing in an IRA, these are approved for IRAs. So American Silver Eagles are the way that a lot of people get into it if they're putting it in their IRA or their other uh, qualified investment that is able to get into silver. The second most, I think because it's beautiful, it's readily available, and there are neighbors directly to the north, again, is the maple leaf. I can sell these all day long and 10 times on Sunday, to be honest because even American investors love the maple leaf and it comes with a little bit less premium, a little bit less in terms of a shortage. Now, talking about shortages, we'll get to that in a moment. I've got a great chart to put up for you talking about American Eagles and why they're so expensive. And let's talk about that for a moment. The chart I'm gonna show you next is a chart that depicts the American Silver Eagle and the American, uh, I'm sorry, the Canadian Maple Leaf and Silver Bars. And you can see that the Sovereign Coins have more of a premium to them than the bars do. And that's because you're releasing these in one ounce varieties and the cost to mint these goes into one ounce, whereas in bars, you can get them at different sizes. And so the cost to mint per coin is higher than it is often on a bar in which the bar may be multiple ounces. And we'll get more into that in a few moments when I show you a couple of other charts. And in any case, just know the premiums on these coins can be as high as the premiums on these coins are even higher in the case of the American Gold Eagle. Right now, uh, the, I'm sorry, the American Silver Eagle. The American Silver Eagle right now has very high premiums, even those come down a little bit. Again, we'll get to another chart in a moment to explain that. All right. Now, the third category of silver and the one that I favor, if you're just getting into silver and you're trying to maximize uh, how much silver you get for your dollar, or in other words, cut down on your overall amount of premiums are silver bars. And I've been talking about this now for a couple of weeks. I wanted to show you a couple of different kinds of silver bars and talk about the type of mints that may get involved in making these silver bars. This is a very famous mint called Engelhard Mint, and this is a one troy ounce bar. You can see there's the famous Engelhard logo right across the top and on the back, they've got their logo or mint mark right across the back of that coin. That is a gorgeous one ounce bar. It is very popular. Lots of people like that. They're easy to get into, and they also come in 10 ounce varieties and I think 100 ounce and even maybe 1,000 ounce varieties as well from Engelhard. Engelhard is a private mint that is very, very, very well known. I also have here a five ounce bar. So yes, you can get five ounce bars. This is done by Silverback Precious Metals. That is a friend of mine, Jim Forsyth, which runs that company. And it was minted by Kinesis, which owns uh, the Kinesis Mint and uh, also is involved with the ABX Exchange, Precious Metals Exchange there in Australia. And it's got a beautiful ape design for all the silver apes out there on the front. You've got the silver ape face. And on the back, you've got the silver ape holding the thousand ounce bar saying, we're taking our silver back, hence the name. Uh, silverback precious metals, meaning take the industrial metal on the market, make it into bar form like this and get it to the people in smaller format where they can afford it. And then lastly, I have a 10 ounce bar. This is done by Sunshine Mint. Sunshine, as I stated before, is the mint that provides the blanks for uh, the US Mint to do the American Silver Eagle. 
they also do their own bars. And this is a very famous bar, very well-known bar that you can buy on the market, easy to buy and sell on the open market. And that has a beautiful, just a 10 ounce design. Again, a 10 and a five, and then also from Engelhard, the one. Now, the great thing about silver bars is the premium tends to be a bit lower. At one point in time, we could have said that constitutional silver was cheaper to get into per ounce than a bar. It, that's no longer the case. Due to scarcity and people holding on to this and buying it up because it was so cheap and not wanting to sell it right now, this has become very scarce. Premiums are high. Premiums on these are a lot lower, okay, per ounce. And so they're a cheaper way to get into it. The one advantage of bars is they're very liquid. There are a lot of mints out there that do the bars. There's Engelhard, there's Valcambi, there's Pamp Suisse, there's Sunshine, uh, you older mints like a Northwestern Territorial. There's a Royal Canadian Mint. Even the government mints uh, produce some. The Britannias have beautiful 10-ounce bars. And so bars are produced in mass, and they're often more available than the sovereign coins, and therefore they come with lower premiums. And they're just as recognized. I would argue that a Sunshine and an Engelhard bar are just as well recognized as uh, a Canadian Silver Maple Leaf or an American Eagle. And it affords you a way to get in a little bit cheaper. And let's talk about counterfeiting for just a moment. One of the objections I get to bars and even sovereign coins is that they can be counterfeited. And that is true. Counterfeits do exist. But for a couple of reasons, I don't think counterfeiting in silver is quite as bad, and especially in the bars. And I'll explain why. It's counterintuitive, but it makes sense when we talk about it. So first of all, the bars, uh, silver comes in different sizes, okay? One, 10, and five ounce, and even uh, 100 and 1,000 ounce. Now, um, you can, in the larger silver sizes, make your money back like in a 100 ounce bar by counterfeiting, but you have to produce a lot because think about it. To counterfeit takes computer technology. It takes design skills. It takes minting skills. That's a lot of money investment getting one of these bars out to make it look just like that. First, you got to get the logo perfect. You got to get the minting process perfect. It has to be weight perfect. Even if you're substituting something, uh, another metal in the middle, it's a lot of engineering and design expertise that goes into it. That's not cheap. You're talking probably millions of dollars of investment to get a true counterfeit bar. So to spread that millions of dollars across silver, they're going to have to issue a lot of these bars. More than likely, counterfeits exist in a higher percentage in gold. Why? Gold is higher per ounce. So you can, on an ounce of gold, uh, more quickly recoup your investment if you're a counterfeiter. So if you're an American gold eagle, it's probably more counterfeited than the silver eagle. doesn't mean you won't see counterfeits here, but it's more counterfeitable. On silver, because it's cheaper, it's a little bit hard to do it. On the bars, uh, the, uh, the other thing along with that is uh, there is a very liquid market and it would be very hard to put a lot of counterfeits out there and not have them detected. And so I think the bars probably are a little bit less counterfeited than these. And that's because people want to go after these because they're the most recognized. It, most people inherently trust when they see this more than a bar. So there are a lot of people don't even check them when they buy them from the local coin dealer or buy them online. They don't have their own devices to check whether this is a real coin. Now, most reputable dealers will have a device to check the quality of that for you. But counterfeits in small bar denominations are not as prevalent as you may think. So counterfeiting is not a giant risk. But I want to take a couple of minutes to talk about that. Now, going back to charts, I've got two more charts for you. I want to add in a second chart. The second chart talks about American silver eagles and maple leaves like before and a 10 and 100 ounce bars. But it also adds in a Canadian bald eagle, silver bald eagle. That is a secondary coin issued by the Royal Canadian Mint in Canada. That bald eagle is actually more expensive than the maple leaf, even though it's produced by the same mint. 
Why is that the case? Well, this is produced every year for a long period of time and has a lot more liquidity. The bald eagle was produced as a limited series. And so there's less available. It's also less recognized and therefore also less trusted by investors. And so that bald eagle has a higher premium as you see on the chart. Now moving over to my final argument on what to invest in silver, looking at the American silver eagle. The third chart is specific to the American silver eagle. And you can see, for example, in May of this year, premiums jumped up. The history of the American silver eagle is that premiums can go anywhere from 30% to 130%. And this year they were over 100%, meaning you paid more than double if you wanted to get one of these, if you bought it from the retail market, unless you were able to buy it from a friend and they gave you a deal. Why is that the case? Well, because this is one of the most recognized coins and there's a limited amount available and Sunshine Mint is not printing enough blanks for the US Mint to crank these out. And the US Mint has not found a bunch of alternative partners to give them the blanks so that they can crank these out. There's a shortage and demand increases exponentially during what? During times of distress. What happened this spring? We had the second, third and fourth largest bank failures in American history. People went back into investing in the precious metals. It drove the premiums up to where you paid double what the spot price of silver was or more, 130% at one point to get these eagles. Now let's say silver spikes up and the premiums spike up and you're buying silver eagles. And then subsequently silver comes back down. You're back in normal times. You know, the fear has gone away of what's going on. Uh, prices come back to some sort of normal. Well, both the premiums, because the demand is falling and the silver spot are falling at the same time. So a lot of people that bought these in May are underwater. They're not able to sell them to the next person if they wanted to sell them right now. If you had to pay a bill and you need to sell this, it may be very difficult for you to do so given current prices. Therefore, getting into American Silver Eagles is kind of a double-edged sword. Yes, the coin is known very well, but the premiums and the cost to get in is so high and, and it's driven that way because it's so recognized that sometimes you maybe sit there holding a bunch of them saying, well, I'm underwater. I got to hold on to them. I can't sell them. I got to sell them something else if I need money. So American Silver Eagles can be wonderful investments, but the bars themselves tend to come with a little bit less premium, tend to be more liquid, and unlike the constitutional silver, have it run out. There's more liquidity there. So the benefit of more liquidity is, interestingly, people still recognize them. The local coin dealers will uh, pay you back for these. If you take them in to sell them, you'll get a pretty good price on them. Now you may not get a, a, a few bucks over spot like you would American Silver Eagle, but you didn't pay as much for these as you did the American Silver Eagle. So as a percentage of your initial investment, you're going to get more back when you want to sell, even if the silver price is not quite as high. And that's why I think bars tend to be the most stable investment over time. They're very liquid. There are a lot of issuances out there. They don't go into shortage a whole bunch. So the premiums on them don't fluctuate so much that you end up being underwater. I kind of liken it to buying a car. Let's say you're buying a Lexus or a Mercedes, okay? And you buy those and then you hit, hit a recession. Well, the value of those might come down if there are less people able to afford them. And especially if you're buying something that uses more gas, like an SUV and gas prices go up. So during times of distress, you know, buying something that's a, considered a premium version of a product can lead you to actually lose money because of the premium you paid to get that product. It may have made more sense to buy a Honda Accord, even though it's maybe more generic and not as exciting because it will retain its value in a recession because it still gets good gas mileage. It still has good resale value and the cost to repair that car is not difficult. Parts are widely available. Same thing goes with silver bars. They're really like the Honda Accord and the Toyota Camry of the silver market. Maintain their value, well-recognized, don't cost a lot to get into, and more than likely are going to hold their value over time, all things considered when you consider premium. All right, that was a really good explanation of different ways to get into the silver market. I personally believe silver bars are one of the best ways to do it. 
And I think in particular, uh, certain silver bars can give you really good deals. Now, that's if you're just getting into it. If you already have a lot of silver bars and you're interested in going and getting some other things, maybe you want to get some sovereign coins. Maybe you want to get into some specialty products like you know we sell in the store. Uh, definitely, you can get into that. But if you have a limited budget or you've never been investing in silver before, I recommend if you already made that decision to buy silver to go for the lower premium stuff that is still well recognized. And I think these bars are a good way to do it. And I think that is a good uh, takeaway from this video. Bars can be a very good investment for silver investors, especially when silver is going up and down as it tends to do. And I've got a great deal for you. Our sister company, Silverback Precious Metals, run by our good friend Jim Forsyth, has brought to you a one ounce and a five ounce Silverback Precious Metals Ape Silver Bar for all you guys that love that ape design. They are helping you get your silver back. And the way that they do that, a lot of the silver comes sourced from the big industrial markets, including the COMEX, as well as other markets around the world. And it's put into investable bar form for you. This is an absolutely gorgeous design. I love it. They come so shiny. The finish on these is absolutely gorgeous. And you've got the ape head on the front with the serial number and the description of the bar. And on the back, you've got the ape standing with a 1,000 ounce bar overhead, symbolic of bringing the silver to the people, taking the silver back to the people. That is the genesis of the name. What a great name and what an absolutely great design. And right now, these are on sale for $2.75 per ounce over spot. And you can only get it by going to our website. That's www.goldsilverpros.com, www.goldsilverpros.com. Click on the online deals link. This link will only be available or the deal will only be available until we run out. And I expect we'll run out pretty quick. There's limited inventory available at this price. And if you consider the fact that spot is crashing down today, we're having that late summer swoon that we usually get around this time of year. This is a great entry point into the precious metals, no matter what you're going to buy. And this deal may be one of the best deals you can find on the market for a great symbolic bar design that we absolutely love. Remember, last thing, silver is valued not only as money, but more so in modern society as a commodity. So depending on supply and demand, that price can move around a lot. So if you're adding really high premiums to the cost of your silver, you're taking more risk that you're not going to get all your money back when you need to spend it or when you need the money, okay? Unless you can hold on to it for a long, long, long period of time. Bars are a way to address that risk. They're a way to address the market price risk of silver as well as keeping your premiums down, but giving you something liquid that you can sell when you need to and get most or not all of your money back. And if silver goes up, you can actually make a profit on it as well. All right, that's going to do it for today's videos, folks. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks for watching. We selected these videos just for you. Check them out. And remember, $4.99 a month keeps the lights on and the channel going. So join our Gold Silver Pro supporter membership. We appreciate your support. Keep stacking.